We all want to be happier, but how do we get there? First, we start by realizing happiness is not a destination. Being happy consists of micro action steps every single day. I'm your host, Brittany King, and I'm here to guide you along the way. Welcome back to the Positively Real podcast. I'm your host and coach, Brittany King, and I have a very special guest with me today, Douglas White. Welcome back to the show, my friend. <laughs> Thank you for having me. I, lo- I love coming on this show. Honestly, when I was thinking about this episode and interviewing you again, like you don't even, I don't even know if you realize what an impact our conversations have had in my life, just like where I was in dirt and certain seasons of life and to where I am now. And I would say like the teachings that you gave me uh, were so instrumental into where I am right now in my life. Like when I was really wow. about it, it's just so crazy. Cause it's not like they're like long drawn out conversation, but just <laughs> understand how, you know, our energy works and living in a vibrational universe and how that mm-hmm. brings in things to our life. And also things that we don't want, um, has been so incredibly helpful. So for those of you that haven't heard Doug and I chat before, um, He's a master of all things law of attraction. I'll let, I'll let you go deeper into what you do. But a little backstory is we connected through two of my favorite humans, Keiko and Sarah from Kinfolk. And anyone that is friends with them, I'm like, yes, like sign me up. I will instantly insert myself into their life. Yeah. Um, and when we had first talked about law of attraction, really like honing in on what law of attraction was. Fast forward three months, I literally attracted my dream house that like mm. I didn't think was freaking possible. It was totally outrageous to even think that this house would become ours. But because of the tools that you taught me into feeling into it and living in that space, mm. feel it in my body. And what's even crazier about that was <laughs> I went to Kinfolk the day that we um, put an offer and they accepted the offer and um, Keiko could feel it in my body. She could feel the spaciousness of like what that energy wow. created. So I was just like, whoa, like this is all happening. And it's so cool to take these lessons and topics and, you know, these, this information yeah. and bring it into wisdom because there's such a difference between reading about law of attraction and like listening sure. to all of the podcasts about it. Cause people, you yeah. Know, where people are talking about it, but then actually living into it and experiencing it are totally different. And oh, notice yeah. that all these levels with like the house and then also experiencing the miscarriage and that you had me on your show with, yeah. I also just love so deeply Jen. And even that, like d- diving deeper into like those hidden thoughts that I had that, you know, inadvertently attracted the outcome that I created, which it wasn't mm. anything that's like to blame, but there was a lot of shit that I needed to clean up energetically mm. before I could fast forward and be in this place that I'm right now, which is 34 weeks pregnant, like having the easiest pregnancy, like so grateful for wow. everything. But without that experience of like looking at what vibration I was functioning at, like what undercurrent was in my life during that time, I don't yeah. think I would be here. So long introduction to say you're amazing. (laughs) 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 This is why I invited you on the show to tell you in front of all the people listening, what an impact you've had on my life. But anyway, hi. Hi. Why don't you give a little introduction to who you are? Because that's why we're here again. Sure. Sure. No, no, no word. Like, first of all, I enjoyed every second of that rant. That was friggin' awesome. And, and, but there, there are two two things I wanted to say there. And I, I, I don't think I'm only going to remember the first one now, though. But it was like you you said, like, we didn't have any of these drawn out conversations. It was just like, hey, Dougie, got a question about this. Where, you, where are your thoughts on that? Where's your guidance on that? Oh, cool. OK, I get that. Let me go put it to work. And 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 that that was it. And, and the funny thing about it is, is that, you know, like you saying that is in perfect step with where I'm at right now with, you know, doing some of these workshops, you know, we'll go into it in a second. But the biggest takeaway out of that is like, 
I don't know how many people out there truly believe it's easy. I don't know how many people out there truly believe it's simple. And the, the complexity only comes from our additional wanting to figure things out and chatter in our heads, so on and so forth. And it is as simple as vibration, attraction, emotions. And when you have that sauce together and you really get that relationship, you're, you're done. You never have to like have another, you don't have to read another book. You don't have to go to another therapy session. You don't, you know what I mean? Like you could, you could do all those things. Not saying that I'm, I'm, I'm just saying that's the super life because a lot of people don't, the thing you said, like the undercurrent of your life, like you weren't aware of the undercurrent until it got big enough where you became aware of the undercurrent. And and then look what you did, like, oh my God, like in, in this year's time, like your, your story is super phenomenal, super phenomenal. So yeah, I loved hearing about it. But like for me, um, I, my, my background is professional baseball. So I created uh, a, a career to get to the big leagues. I coached for like uh, summer between like 14 to 17 years in baseball, but in the big leagues for two years. And so it was one of those deals of I had no business being there. There's no way on paper that there was any chance for me getting to the big leagues. And yet I did. Um, and then that takes us now fast forward to today where I got three things going. One is I'm starting a, a little apparel line it's called Love Affair. It'll be out here really soon. I'm just getting the samples done and all that stuff. It's like a, it's like something I've had in the works for like 10, 11 years, but just didn't bring it out. Now I'm just doing it for fun, create creative expression kind of thing, you know? So doing that, then um, started uh, these soul centered workshops with uh, Dusty, who, you know, Dusty Van Tilburg. Yeah. You love another, her. Another favorite human. <laughs> yeah. And so the soul centered workshops are basically around what we just talked about. It's really like, how do you become emotionally aware? And then how do you uh, understand the relationship between you and you? And how do you practice those things? How do you become more aware? And so on and so forth. And then the last project I have going right now, actually, I'm in the phase of finishing up a presentation uh, for investors is, a, is an app project that I'm working on with uh, emotional awareness. So yeah, and that one's, to be honest with you, like that one, I, I really hope is is bigger than big. I, I really do. I, I really hope that that's something that uh, shakes up the world and how they view um, mental health, emotional health, you know, so on and so forth. So we'll see. That's that. That's ooh, that's been an interesting <laughs> journey right now. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I'm almost ready to present. So we'll see. Cool. Oh my gosh, I love. I mean, there's there's so many things to touch on with just like sharing what you've been up to. But I love when you said I created a position as a baseball coach. Like, yeah. like that word is so important is like created because yeah. that's a part of what I've learned is like that attraction piece is like, it doesn't mm -hmm. just happen. If you leave it to just happen, you know, all the mind chatter is going to get in the way of it, but like actually being a conscious creator of your life is creating those things that like wouldn't exist otherwise. So yeah. um, I kind of, I mean, I, I do kind of want to dive into what does emotional awareness mm. and law of attraction have to do with one another? Because you know, yeah. about this episode's coming out um, the first Tuesday of the month. And really mm -hmm. I want people to have the understanding of how to create the, the mm -hmm. that they want, not by chance, but on purpose, like being that conscious creator. And as we know, it starts with the emotional awareness. Yeah. So let's talk about what that looks like. Cause it sounds like that's kind of where your, your projects are right now. Yeah. Cause you know, it's so funny cause you know, people are, are, are more, more so than not the law of attraction is one of those mystical, magical secrets of, um, uh, how to get your million dollars or how to get your Ferrari or your love, you know, the, the lover in your life. And, um, really what, what, what I attempt when I, when I speak to people about it, you know, for the amount of time that I've learned, you know, uh, about this, uh, law of attraction, emotional awareness is that you really want to sell out to happiness and that 
um, everything else is a consequence. Like all the things you're going to get in your life is a consequence of selling out to the happiness. Right. And so this, the soup of it is this, right? So you have vibrate vibration, attraction and emotions, right? So I'll try to be as succinct here as possible. Right. So this is a vibrationally based universe, whether you think it is or not, it absolutely is, you know, and you can read about that if you'd want to, but it's a vibrationally based universe, which means we're vibrationally based beings, which means we are emitting a frequency out into the world. Everything's vibration, we're vibration, and we emit a frequency out into the world, right? Okay. And the attraction part is that the universe, right, this planet Earth, it's bringing back to you, it's yielding to you what you're emitting. But here's the kicker. The emotions are your interpretation of the frequency you emit. So if you don't necessarily know how you feel throughout your days, you get all sorts of different uh, things showing up in your experience, right? So if you want to know what you're creating in your life, there's two ways to know that, right? One is post-manifestation. It shows up at your doorstep and you're like, oh shit, I don't like this or oh shit, this is great. But either way, you don't really know that you're an active participant just yet, right? Okay. But the it's there's a pre-manifestational deal where you just know how you feel. If you recognize how you feel and you can um, regulate that. And I, and I don't want to use the word control because that sounds like people like you're just trying to control how you feel all the time. It's not really like that, you know? Yeah. yeah. But there's a regulation going on where if you understand your, uh, uh, your emotional guidance, your emotional guidance system, uh, then it's, it's fairly simple. You just continue to tune yourself. It's like you're a giant uh, uh, tuning fork, right? Mm-hmm. And you just keep tuning yourself. And life happens and you keep tuning. And life happens and you tune. And life happens and you tune. Because it's like any instrument. You go, it, the instrument goes in and out of sounding amazing, right? And so that's the same way with your emotions. You know, you get in and out of tune based on what's happening around you in your life. That's such a good way to describe it. And I love that you said regulate and not control whenever I'm working with clients and they're like, I'm just trying to control my emotions. I'm like, no, the emotions are like, we just want to be in tune with them. We want to understand them Mm. coming from our thinking. So I love that you said regulate because when you know, when there's an emotion present and you process it, that's being able to like sit with it and then decide how you want to show up because the emotions aren't what causes the problems. It's how we react to them, which yes. causes so much more yes. than just being present with how we're feeling. And I love the idea yes. of being a, just tuning. Like it's yes. Work. Yeah. So, so now here, here's that extra piece right here, which people don't necessarily know sometimes, or they don't um, buy into. Okay. Mm-hmm. There's only a stream of well-being happening on this universe. As goofy as it sounds with all the craziness that's around us these days, right? There's actually only a stream of well-being. And it's our relationship to that stream of love, of appreciation, of joy, of knowledge, of empowerment. It's our relationship to that that either allows in or keeps away the stuff that we want. Right. And so, you know how you feel. What is your relationship to the stream or more specifically, what is the relationship to you and you like the physical you and your your soul, the physical you and your inner being. So the better you feel, the more connected to yourself, the real you, right, the love you, the knowledge you, the clarity you, right, the higher emotion you, right. Uh, or, or the more connected to the stream of well-being you are, right? And the worse you feel, the more disconnected you are. And so what happens is, as human beings, we do it all the freaking time. I'm really good at it. When you get disconnected from your stream, you tell a story. And you start making ideas in your head about what they're doing to you, how bad that person is, and they can't do that, blah, 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 or how bad you are, or resentment, or like whatever words you want to put in there, right? And that's the deal. 
the less you can go into stories and the more you can just choose to tune, just tune yourself. I feel like shit. Oh, better go to tune. Mm-hmm. I'm blaming someone. Oh, I better go to tune. Mm-hmm. I'm frustrated. Oh, I better go tune. Mm-hmm. And that's it. You got to learn how to tune, 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 tune. Well, let's talk about how to tune. And it's so ironic because I just sent out an email. Um, It was a a roomy quote quote or poem Mm. about Mm. um, the guest house and how our bodies are like the guest house to the visitors, which are the emotions Mm. and how you have to welcome them all in um, Mm. them like you would treat any guest because like Mm. it might be sharing insight. It might be clearing out some cut. Like there's just such an opportunity. Um, Mm. So like really like right now where I'm at is like 2022 is the year of feeling like that Mm. emotional awareness, I think is for me, especially like the season that I'm about to enter my word of the year is stillness which is the Mm. exact opposite of how I function for most of my life. Mm. Um, And I stillness to me is being present with how I'm feeling at all times, because this is the biggest unknown I've ever faced in my life. It's like becoming a mother and like everything. Mm -hmm. And I want to be present in, in all of it. So I can tune. So, you know, my question is how do we fine tune? How do we tune and not Mm. let those stories, right? Mm -hmm. Like I, I, I've worked with a lot of moms, so I'm very aware of the stories that moms love to tell that create yeah. guilt, that yeah. create shame. And wow. I'm just curious about like, well, if those are the stories and we need to focus in on tuning, what are the steps to tuning? Yeah. Okay. So the first things first is like, you you want to choose to understand vibration, attraction, emotions. You, you want to choose to understand that is the soup of the universe. Like that's what's going down, right? Okay. That's the, that's the real undercurrent, right? Right. Well, and so, you know, and that's the first, like, I think that's such a big, important point to have is like, if you don't believe in that, then like, it's not going to work for you because you're going to be completely closed off to understanding how that this is actually how it works. So like, that is the first step is like, understand that. Yeah. And the, the fact is, and it's tough again, because not everybody is, is buying into law of attraction and understanding vibration, attraction, emotion, and it's totally fine because yeah, because it doesn't mean you can't create an amazing, beautiful life. Right. However, it's the, it is how the universe is based. It's how all this energy is working and, and interacting with each other and thriving and running into stuff and so on and so forth. So it's just, giving you a basis. It's giving you a foundation so that if you feel like you're ever lost, you have a, 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 a direction to ship or sorry, steer your ship towards, right? So you always have the lighthouse. It never goes out. The lighthouse never goes out and you can steer your ship there eventually once you get yourself out of the trance. So here's the deal. How do you even are aware that you're in the trance, right? you know, what we call it. Sometimes we say we're in the, you're in the matrix, man. You took the blue pill, right? Yeah. It, it, it is because of where you want to be emotionally aware. You want to be emotionally sensitive. You want to understand your emotions are always and forever your best buddy because they're your navigation system towards what you really want and how you really want to feel. So, you got to know about the soup a little bit. You got to, you got, it, it doesn't mean you have to be, you know, all in like, oh, I'm a vibration, traction, motion. I'm going to wear it on my shirt and just, just kind of let it, just let it sink in. Right. Just think about it. Just contemplate on it a little bit. Right. Cool. Now, how am I feeling day to day? Sit back, observe your life, do it for a week and just notice how you feel throughout your days when different things are happening on your drive to work, when your kids call you screaming, when your boss says you're no good, when you tell somebody else they're no good, when you hug somebody in deep love, when you appreciate something like all the scale, all the different stuff, right? Cool. Now you got the awareness piece down. Okay, cool. Now, what do you do about it when you don't feel good, when you feel less than who you are? Okay, now that's the tr- that, that's the recipe part. That's the like, no one person can tell you how you're supposed to be doing it because you're the only one with the relationship to your soul. 
to your inner being, to the stream of consciousness, the stream of well-being. You see what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So what are ideas? What are things we suggest? What are things we guide people towards, right? Mm -hmm. Tons of them. Meditation, yoga, go for a walk, pet your dog, jump in a swimming pool, kiss your lover. If you don't have a lover, make a lover up and kiss them. Uh, you know what I mean? Like, like what's the list? It's the list is a never ending list of anything and everything that once I chose to do that thing, I felt relief. That's the biggest kicker right there. It's like processing an emotion is the ability to feel it and then feel it shift. That's processing. You didn't process anything yet. Mm-hmm. Unless you felt the shift. Yeah. So, so, and so that's okay. If you didn't in the moment, get off of it. You can come back later. It'll come up again. It's like, It'll you don't come. even have to. Yes. It'll come up again. I would say what you resist persists. There, there, there you go. And so it's like, it's not even something you really have to do mm-hmm. because it'll, it'll, it's going to show up again and show mm-hmm. up again and show up again. So you'll keep having, you'll keep having opportunities to practice shifting. Yeah. But it's just this whole thing of misunderstanding of what emotions are really for. Mm -hmm. They're not for judgment. Mm -hmm. They're not to make us crazy. They're not to, you know, none of that. They're not shameful. They're not embarrassing. They're not wrong. They're like their information, their guidance, and the best you can get at actually liking all of them, like understanding all of them. That's a really, really good place to eventually get to. So, I mean, so yes, a thousand percent. And that's something that like I've tapped into, uh, you know, 2020 really forced me into understanding that because I don't, I did not understand like the Mm. complexities of emotion. I thought it was just happy and sad and Mm. sad and you're not happy all the time, there's something wrong. And, um, (laughs) you know, but learning all these skills, but I think one of the biggest things that you just said, which is really that resonated the most with me is processing an emotion is feeling it and allowing it and then feeling it move through you. That is the power of processing an emotion. And I actually walk my clients through this quite often. And it's pretty Mm -hmm. incredible to, to like, witness that shift when I'm walking them through like how to process. Cause it gets stuck somewhere in our body. We resist it. We tense up, we tighten up and having them like describe the emotion, break the chain of thinking that's causing the emotion and have the vibration move through them is incredibly powerful. So it's finding that space. Like you don't need a coach to do that. Like, of course it's helpful to have a safe space, especially if you don't feel safe to feel, but Mm. you can do that. Like you said, throughout the day, when you're facing different experiences, like how do you feel when you're walking your dog? Like it's, we can, we can feel joy all day long. Like, cause that just feels so good. But like, how do you feel when you're stuck in traffic frustration? Mm. So when you're mm-hmm. frustrated in traffic, do you grab your phone and distract yourself instead of just feel frustrated for the 90 seconds that, you know, you're sitting at the stoplight or whatever it is. So sure. that, that is such an important piece to understanding law of attraction. Like that really is what I think made that click for me is like, if I, if I want these certain things, like I have to check in with how I'm feeling and it's not discrediting how I'm feeling or trying to like manipulate it, but really be aware of it. Because once you feel it, then you can start vibrating on the level that you want to be to attract whatever it is that you want into your life. Yes. yes. And, and so, and so like that, that's the other thing too. It's like, so let's say people really are like, Dougie, Brittany, I don't want to sell out to happiness. I just want my shit. Right. Okay, cool. No problem. You could, you can do that in a way. It's like, there's plenty of upset people living lavish lives right now. Right. And, and, and so, so that this thing is really about relationship, right? Meaning what is your relationship to money? Let's say, because money's a big topic in the world, right? Huge topic in the world. I want money. I want a lot of money. I want to be as secure with money as possible so I could do whatever I want when I want. Right. So this is the relationship part. When you think about money, how do you feel inside? Mm -hmm. That's the relationship. Now, you know what your relationship is with money. Now, here's the thing. 
the relationship changes just like anything else in your life, right? Like one day you could feel frustrated about money. One day you could feel in love with money. One day you could feel depressed about money. The next day you could feel satisfied about money. I know you see what I'm saying? It's like whatever frequency, whatever emotion you want to tune to is what you can feel about anything in your life, right? And so now your job is as consistently as possible. Like really, if you want to give it a number, 51% of the time, like just tip the scales enough, right? Where when you bring up money, it feels at least satisfaction on, you know, the emotions. I, I, I say this emotional guidance scale, like everybody knows about it. I'm so sorry. Like I say this thing, but let's just say people who, you know, who are listening and you understand that the better feeling emotions, right? Anywhere from satisfaction all the way up to ecstasy, right? Joy, right? That when you think about money, that's where you're landing. And if you know that, great, keep it there. Just keep tending to it right there because it's coming. All the money you can ever think of, it's coming. Mm -hmm. But when you think about money and it feels less than, so now we get to pessimism and now we get to frustration and we move on down and discouragement and you move on down to, you know what I mean? All the other negative feelings, Scarcity, right? Lack. Yeah, there, there you go. Well, it's okay, but it's letting you know that relationship, that feeling place, that emotion is letting you know. If you continue to feel this way more than 50% of the time, you're probably not going to get as much money as you want. But here's, a, here's another cool thing. You know what will happen? You'll start to have creations in a direction you don't want, but it still means you are the creator. And it still means it's showing you you're still super powerful. Look what you created. So just do the best to create it in the opposite feeling direction. Yeah. yeah. So uh, I have a question about that. So like when you, when you are spending time, cause like life is that 50, 50 split, 50% yeah. positive, 50% negative. And let's say you're spending more time in the 50% negative. Yeah. How, like, how do you honor that so you can get to the positive? Because, you know, people just think it's all about like white knuckling positivity and you can only <laughs> positive thinking and like yeah, ignore yeah. the negative, but the negative is like a part of the experience. Yeah. So what can someone do if they are on that emotional scale and they're at that lower 50%, like what can they do to like work their way up that scale? Cause sometimes it just feels like such a daunting to go from like, scarcity to abundance, right? Like, yes, on paper, you're like, what's my intention? Like, this is what I'm letting go of. And this totally. is what I'm letting in, right? Like, you know, we can talk about it, but totally. then in your brain, you're like, uh-huh. Yeah. Like it's just such a big gap on the emotional yes. scale. So what can someone yes. do to get like a little bit, um, a little bit better? Yeah. So you have to learn how to bridge the gap. Okay. So one way is like everybody right now can go to, um, uh, it's a good question. I don't know if Abraham actually has it on their website, you know, Abraham Hicks publications. I don't know if they have emotional guidance scale on their website, but we, like I created one for myself. Right. Um, and, um, that one's on our mindful vibe and stuff. We'll have to figure it out and I'll, I'll get one yeah. to you and you I can, I think Gabby Burns can link it. Might have okay. one. Also. You, uh, uh, yeah. And I'll send one to you and you can link it if you want to here. But okay. basically the reason why that's powerful is because it, as you're practicing this stuff and you're new to it, it gives you something to follow. So you're registering, you know, and you understand that you're going up the ladder, like you're moving up the scale. Right. But the other ways to do that is literally just soothe it, just bridge the gap as best you can. So just like you said, you can't go to like, let's say depressed about money and go to complete joy about money. If you've been spending a lot of time in depression about money, like you've worked up a trend of momentum in that direction, you're going to have to slow it down so that you can redirect it. Mm -hmm. And so that goes back to, again, when it comes up, how do you feel? And then what do you do about it when you acknowledge the feeling? And you're going to have to just continue to chip away at it, depending on how long you felt negative about any of the subjects. 
right? And so you got, so this is where this whole self-love comes in. Because if you beat yourself up for being there, and every time you come back there, you beat yourself up again for staying there, for not shifting, or whatever, it just keeps you there. Right. Anytime you notice somebody else with money and you you want them to die because they don't you don't have the money they got, you know what I mean? Like that, that's that keeps you there. So you have to find ways. And so this is a tough conversation because there is no linear path. Mm-hmm. But let's just describe it these two ways. If it's super heavy for you, and you'll know, you'll know. When the emotion hits, you know, the, the, you think about the subject, the emotion hits, it's heavy. That's probably more of a time where you're going to have to distract yourself. Mm-hmm. Do some deep breaths and go about your day in another direction. Try to get off the topic completely. Wait until you know you've raised your vibration, you've upped your frequency, you've upped your emotional level, right? You feel better. And then see if you could tap in back into the subject and soften it. Mm-hmm. Right. Or if you know that's a subject that that's not that heavy, this is just some goofy thought that came in, whatever, then yeah, do the work right then and there. It could be breath work, it could be meditation, it could be uh, appreciation game, it could be again the walk in nature, it could be anything, anything that allows you to shift the way you feel in the moment. That's the biggest key. The, again, the goofy thing is just as like how heavy of a topic is it for you? And that's the hard conversation for a lot of people. Yeah. And like you said, it's not linear. Like that's no. a lot of times that people get hung up on is like it wanting to be better, but like a big part of attracting what you want into your life is honoring and acknowledging where you're at or else it's just going to keep coming up. And then, like I said, talked about in the beginning of on this episode, just like that undercurrent that you don't realize is there until like it's there until it's very present in your life. Um, so it's like, you do want to address it, but you want to make sure you give yourself that safe space to do so. So, and that kind of leads into my next question about like the relationship with you and and you, like, Mm -hmm. how does this all tie into the relationships we have with ourselves, And why is that ultimately the key to getting what we want in life? Yeah. Okay. So the relationship between you and you is so important is because um, it's constantly like your soul, your inner being is always and forever loving you, first of all, and always and forever looking out for you. And so it's, 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 it's hearing, listening, feeling for all of your desires. And it's lining up with all of your desires. It's literally waving a flag, like I'm over here. I'm over here. You want this? Oh, it's over here. Oh, you want that? Oh, cool. That's over there. Oh, you want this? It's over there. And now the way you're feeling is just letting you know where you're headed. Are you headed down a path of, Hey, that stuff's right around the corner. Or are you headed down a path of it's going to take a little longer. It's okay. But because you're feeling this way consistently, that's keeping this stuff from you. It's just that simple. You know, it's not a good thing, bad thing, right thing, wrong thing, but it's just letting you know. So your, your inner being is always looking out for you. But remember now, because this is a vibrationally based universe, it means that everything has a frequency, right? Everything is an essence of something. So like, let's say, uh, oh, I, I said this the other day, I think like, like Maui, when I think of Maui, right? Right away, that vibration for me is just ringing, just ecstasy, joy, love, appreciation, fun, like, like Maui's like just resonating like so highly with my inner being with me at like the highest of levels, right? And so it's like, if you, if you can focus on that, that frequency will like gobble you right up. And you'll just go right there. And then things in your life, you'll just start running into these things like the essence of that frequency. Mm-hmm. Because it's like, you're a magnet, it's a magnet. You guys get attracted to each other, right? And so, but again, on the other side of the flip side of that, if you continue to give your attention to things that aren't feeling very good to you, then you get more of those. And so your inner being, your soul is always looking out for you. And you know that by how you feel. 
the better you feel, the more your inner being's like, yep, whatever you're doing right now, that's it. Keep thinking that way. Keep feeling that way. Keep rolling. Good for you. And then the other side of that is when you're not feeling so good, your inner being is always still loving and supporting you and always saying, I'm right here. I'm right here. Never judging you, never going away from you. That's why you can feel that bad because you can feel the extreme disconnection from who you really are, which is love. You're the frequency of love. You're vibrationally love. And that's so goofy for people to really like hold on to and like own that. But how else could you feel so bad? Right. Oh, it's like, it is the, it's a total disconnect. And I think, you know, what comes up when I hear you say that is like, that's, that's why we have those practices of like meditation and going on walks and getting into nature and everything that we talked about, because it does get you in back into that state and that inner being that love is like, yes, <laughs> it's like, this is like, let me like keep doing this. And it kind of gives you that like little like reinforcement. But when we're not doing those practices, it completely disconnects us from it. You know, a lot of times people yes. say, that, oh, I'm just supposed to do this because everyone says it's, it's good to do, but it truly keeps you back into that space, like pure connection with your higher self, right? That, that yes. essence of love, because it really is love. Um, that is like the best feeling and it's available to us at all the time, but we just don't make the space for it. Yes. And so uh, my friend Dusty, uh, she says all the time, it's energetic hygiene. It's like you have dental hygiene. Like if you don't floss, if you don't brush, first of all, no girl or guy would ever want to kiss you because your breath is going to (laughs) stink. And then, you know what I mean? And then the other part, your stuff's going to start falling out. Your teeth start rotting, right? Okay. You need You need dental hygiene. Well, what do you think you need to be doing with your emotions, with who you really are. You need the energetic hygiene. And all it is, is like, you're giving yourself a lube oil and filter every morning, let's say, right? Or before you go to bed or middle of the day, like whatever, you're just tuning your car up, right? So keep tuning up your engine. And so that's the thing that's so funny too, is like a lot of people are attached to, how do you do it? How do you tune your engine? Well, it's like, you don't necessarily have to be a rocket science to figure that out. Like, no, and, and it's, but at the same time, you, you don't need to penalize yourself. Right. So it's not necessarily, you have to eat super clean and you can't think anything bad. And, um, you gotta be on time to everything and you better, you better have great manners and like all this, like, it's nothing of that at all. It's actually totally the opposite because It's actually freedom times a million because you get to figure out what you really want to be doing and thinking and living and eating and, 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 and who you want to be hanging out with. But like, that's the coolest thing about that. You, sometimes you look inside and you're like, I had no clue. I would have liked that. I had no clue that that was going to be a relationship I really wanted to have. But I let my guidance, the relationship to me and me, find my way to it. I led myself right to it. And that's an amazing way to live a life full of surprises and just all sorts of delight. Yeah. And like that, that self-trust is, I think, where a lot of people have the disconnect. Is yeah. Like- trust themselves to make those decisions. And every time they want to do something for themselves and they don't, it mm. more and more of that disconnect and they trust themselves less and less. So like, mm. like relationship with you and you, it really comes down to that self-trust. So you mentioned Dusty, and I know that you guys have been doing those soul-centered workshops. So tell me a little yeah. bit about what those workshops are because they are in Phoenix, yeah. right? Yeah. Locally. Phoenix. So where can yep. people find you if they want more, they like want this on a deeper scale or deeper level, um, where can they find you? Yeah. So right now we have a website up. It just got completed like a week ago. It's called soulcenteredworkshops.com. Um, and simply uh, you could go on there and it'll tell you dates uh, and, and, and times and, and, and costs and, you know, all that stuff. And it'll give you some, um, uh, 
like, what are we doing there? You know, like, what's the experience you're going to go have, you know, but the gist of it is this, we break it into five phases. The first phase is, is foundational stuff. Like you need to know the soup of the universe, which what, what we already talked about. Uh, phase two is now I'm going <laughs> to forget like what our phases are. <laughs> uh, phase two, what is phase two? I can't believe I'm forgetting this. The contrast is the third one. I can't believe I'm forgetting phase two. Uh, I, th- I think it's the relationship with between you and you. Uh, and I can't believe I'm, I'm frigging doing this right now. So let's just say phase two is a relationship between you and you. Phase three is how do you deal with real life? Actually, sorry. Phase two is, I know it now, it's morning ritual, which is basically how the heck do you start pre-paving? How do you get momentum out ahead of you? How do you use that energy in your, in your uh, favor? So that's that's phase two phase three is how do you deal with the contrast in real life phase four is how do you reflect and contemplate on life so you really truly know where you are uh uh, so you know where you want to be right and then phase five is what we call living in flow is so you're understanding all of the soup of life all the relationships you have the goods the bads the ups the downs the ins and outs and how to continually refine yourself, rediscover yourself, restructure, reframe yourself uh, so you can live a, a happy, long life, you know? Um, yeah. And so we do that over a weekend. Uh, it's really cool. I, I think it's great. And we've had three workshops so far. We've had amazing feedback and we're just wanting to sit, um, fill seats. You know, we, we keep them small. Um, it's, they've been anywhere from six to a dozen so far and we cap it at 15 right now we won't do more than 15 um because we want people to like get into it and and enjoy it man and then and learn from it you know i love that i love that's how you break it down that's it's actually very similar to how i break down my um, group coaching program is like the foundation and the ritual because before you can even set yourself up to attract what you want it is so important to have that foundational piece and create the space to check in with your emotions to create the state of being that you want but also mm-hmm. the experiences that you have and like the contrast of life is the most important part to me because it is honoring that that light and dark and how like they work together i remember yeah. we talking about when i had left my um my my te- when i left teaching spin and we mm-hmm. had our conversations mm-hmm. and you had told me something that is like was so so important I use this all the time with my coaching as well um, and I really needed to hear that was to like not carry the anger and the frustration and the resentment with me because it was going to follow me into whatever I did next and I remember yeah. that conversation so vividly because that contrast was so important for the experience that I had with the studio I was teaching at, I like needed that contrast in order to understand who I really am and the relationship I have with myself mm-hmm. and honoring all of the emotions that, that came along with it. So I think yeah. like, love that's how you guys break down your workshops. Well, I can't wait to attend <laughs> one of them. Oh, so, we would love to have, uh, I will make sure that I put um, your new website in the show notes and okay. any of the next uh, upcoming dates I'll put in the show notes as well, because I okay. think the topic is, so important. I mean, it is like, like you said, the soup of the universe. I think it is the secret of the universe. Once you figure out this, it's like anything you want is available to you, your tips. Um, and I think that is just so powerful to be like, actually, I have so much, so much more control of creating my life than I think that I do. And I think that's kind of where it starts is a believing that it's possible to create something different for your life. Yes. Yeah, that's a huge piece right there. You, you, you eventually have to allow yourself to believe it mm-hmm. just enough to let a crack of light in. That's all you got. That's, that's all, all that's, you need. That's all you need to start with is just like, you know, be, like believe that it's possible. It doesn't have yeah. to be a massive shift. I mean, yeah. I can speak to it now because I've experienced like the benefit of believing it. Mm-hmm. Uh, but even before I started and even when I like, talk to my husband about it. Right. Like he doesn't like read about law of attraction, but he sees it happen. Like yeah, the, the work that I do and like with everything and it makes him curious. He's like, mm. <laughs> like, 
whatever you're doing is working because like I speak about it and I like live into it and I breathe it and I do, you know, the practices and I stay in that space. So it's like, it doesn't, you don't have to be like totally all bought in, but like, if you just believe just a little bit, it can yeah. Entire life through the good Absolutely. and bad. You know, being a human is highs and lows. So it's like through all of the human experience. Yeah. I think that's, uh, again, another tough thing for humans to really grasp uh, and get their thoughts around is that um, everything is always happening for you, not to you. Yes. Um, yeah. And that the, the, the contrast is always and forever for your benefit benefit. Yeah. To create uh, your variety, your preface preferences, right. To strongly, to, to more stronger tune your focus to what it is that you really want. And so sometimes those things, yes, those things have to happen so that you can have what you want and that, yeah. And again, like, again, I, I, I tell you, I get locked in the matrix all the time, man. I got to remind myself every day, Dougie, that's not real. This is real. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Um, But uh, yeah, I'm so glad that you brought that up like that, that when I was like, you know, where I was this time last year after having the miscarriage and everything, like, I do remember thinking like, this is happening for me. Um, I don't know why, but I know that it's happening for me. And I like, since from when it happened to where I am now, I know exactly why I went experience. Hold on to that. Um, Like that is like such a big part of me. I'm so grateful for it. But when you're in it, necessarily see it like that absolutely but I like I still like believed it I was like I don't feel it yet like I don't I don't feel it yet (laughs) this is like for me but I'm, I'm gonna keep leaning into it because I know that it is and like I think that that has helped with like all other challenges that I have faced in this past year it's like yeah year has been incredible and transformational but it doesn't mean that I haven't faced hardship I definitely that contrast sure what makes the biggest difference is honoring that because it is all for us if you choose to to believe it that way yeah and we we were so appreciative when you came on the show and we chat a real chat about it like man i i couldn't i i talk about that so often to people because like it was my deal it was my step into like what the possibilities are uh with all people when they listen to that, because here's a woman suffering greatly in the moment, but still understanding what is really going on. And so, like you said, lean into it for with all you got. And eventually it'll come back around to you really viscerally can, can uh, really resonate with it. And uh, I'm just so happy that you did that with us and that that's how you feel now, because Um, you're in an amazing example to anybody going through any sorts of trauma or wound or, you know, whatever they want to call it, that this is what's really going on. And uh, man, oof, I wish a lot of people could hear that, you know? Yeah. I mean, it's, you know, when those experiences happen, it's, I'm always thinking, I'm like, I know that I'm not alone in this and to be able to like share my experience and like be that example is part of the reason why I'm here on this earth. Like I know that I'm like every experience I have is meant to teach a lesson through my experience, you know? And so it's, um, yeah, it like come, it comes back tenfold, even, even through the the pain and like the, the suffering through it all. Yeah. Uh, oh, Doug, so great. Thank you so much your knowledge and your gift. And I love, I love listening to you. You break it down in such a easy way to digest. And I can nice what your workshop with dusty is like, um, like I said, I can't wait to attend one. Won't be, might be the first thing that I go to um, next year. (laughs) You have one, you have one set in June because that's when I'm like re-entering the world. So we'll we'll be there for you. We'll be there for you. I can't wait. Perfect timing. Um, Well, um, any, any last thoughts, any last comments, anything that you want to share before we wrap up? No, no, just uh, again, like I love having these types of conversations and I'm so happy that you have this type of uh, uh, stage uh, to offer to people. So thank you very much. Ooh, wasn't that such a fun episode? Doug is the man. I'm so grateful for the ladies of Kinfolk for introducing me to him. Like I said in the beginning of the podcast episode, he had such an impact and we had these short brief conversations and they were so impactful and they 
resonated so deeply with me and it's created incredible results in my life. If you're wondering about our first episode, I have that linked in the show notes. And I also was on his podcast, Mindful Vibe In, with him and his sister, Jen Huberty, pretty shortly after I experienced um, pregnancy loss, after I had a miscarriage. So I'll link both of those shows in the show notes in case you want to check them out. But truly so powerful, just emotional awareness. That is the theme of 2022, um, especially for me, tapping into my emotional awareness as I enter this new season of life, um, this new version of myself that I have yet to meet. And I can't wait to meet her. And I know I'm going to be um, experiencing a whole slew of emotions. And I think emotional awareness is the goal of 2022 for myself. So I invite you to join in on that journey. And as always, you know I'm going to share my experience with you, but I'd love to hear what your thoughts are about this episode and what resonated with you and what you might still have questions on. If you are local in Phoenix, I am leading a vision board workshop on January 15th and we use law of attraction and visualization to create our dream 2022. So if you're local and you want in on that, that is also linked in the show notes. And I have one last announcement and this episode is out today on Tuesday. And that means yesterday was the last day for early bird pricing. However, if you truly deeply madly want to go on this align retreat in April, if you just feel so called to it and you are on the fence, I'm going to extend that early bird pricing to you because you're listening to this and you made it all the way to the end of the show. And I think there might be a reason for that. So if you didn't jump on it last week or yesterday for that early bird pricing and you want in, send me a message and we'll talk about it. And then um, I'll uh, see if I can hook you up. All right, my friend. (sighs) Welcome to the beginning of the year. Now, I say this a lot, but this is just another day of the week. Don't get all stressed out if you haven't set your New Year's Um, intention or goals. And please don't say resolution because New Year's resolution are a bunch of BS. Today is just another day and how you choose to think about it is going to determine how you feel today and tomorrow and the next day. So if you haven't set yourself up yet, it's no big deal. You have all month to do so. You have all month to get in the headspace of what kind of goals that you want to create or the type of energy you want to bring into your year. And I'm here for all of it. So you have any questions or you need any support, you know that you have a friend that wants and nothing more than to help you create the life that you want to create. All right, that's it. I will talk to you soon. Remember to love yourself, own your happiness, own your emotions, love your emotions. 